Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Pod by the Bay. We got the full crew here tonight because, folks, we got rendering. Oh my gosh. Render? Y'all hurt your head. I hardly know her. Sorry. This Look one? at that beauty. Beautiful. This one, and right? So many yeah, palm we, trees in the end zone. God, the field is is so far away from the sideline. It's just, it's egregious. I love it. I want this to live on forever, though. I want it to be like <laughs> in in the break room somewhere. It's just ceremoniously put up on like a nine by eleven sheet of paper that no one just cares to throw away. Mm. On every article ever about USF. (laughs) (laughs) Recruits recruits have been keeping this one alive for a while now. But But no longer. But no longer. I'm your host, Nathan Bond. Join alongside me, Seth Varnador, Robert Stieg, Anthony Vito. Guys, uh, before we even get to the stadium renderings, and everything, we actually have some podcast business of our own. Oh, baby. So, as we have discussed ad nauseum, if you join the Patreon, if you join the Discord, there are perks and benefits to doing so. Five bucks a month gets you a pretty awesome insider chat with usf football recruiting non-football things and uh inside note uh if you were an insider on friday night you heard that there was a really talented tight end on campus for an official visit then where it comes out saturday afternoon hey guess who's on campus for a visit you would have known that um also you would have known the stadium would have was going to be pushed back until 2027. Thumbs the brakes, but you would have known ahead of time. You would have been able to tamper your expectations <laughs> um, a little bit. But $10, you get a bunch of inside info, a lot of film rooms, everything, all of the fun things uh, that we do, the Ponderosa podcast, all of it. A lot of advanced and then that stuff, advanced stats out the yin yang. <clears throat> but for our beloved twenty five dollar a month tier, you get everything plus some super insider stuff. And we reached out to you about two months ago, asking for your shirt size and your address. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we've got merch. Anthony Vito, show the people what they're getting. This is your quarterly exclusive merch. Thank you for your patronage. Oh. Oh, Jesus, don't drop it. It's too hot. It's too Look at this. Beautiful. You got the sun. You got the tree. The Bayer Examiner established 2023. You get a piece of this. For the low, low price of free. We're giving it to you for free. All you Illuminati folks. 
But wait, there's more, Nate. Okay. Oh, is I supposed to add on to this? Yeah. (laughs) Typically, when someone says, wait, but wait, there's more, they actually keep talking. It was a, but wait, there's more, comma, Nate. (laughs) Here's the handoff. (laughs) Um, We also have shirts for sale. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, you'll be getting them at a discount. Uh, and then everybody else, you're gonna you're gonna pay for them. Hopefully, right. So ba- basically, um, you become a five dollar patron. I'm pretty sure the discount basically pays for itself. Or you know, you become a five dollar patron, the discount you'd get pays for itself within the first month. So uh, at least, so I mean, it's basically free if you want. Essentially, a shirt. If, you, yeah. if you really think about it, if you want to share, it's essentially free. Um, so we'll be, um, you know, we're going to, uh, contact each of the $25 folks, see if we can do a meetup. If we can't, we will mail it out to you. We will. I don't know if I told the guys this or not, but we'll cover the postage. No. Don't even worry about <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Well, what you know what? Heck? I think, I think we may need to cancel one of the hotel rooms that we got set up <laughs> for the, the bookable that covers the postage. Um, Listen, I need so, to be pay- I need to be pampered, so I'll dr- I'll drive around and deliver these things if I have to. <laughs> yeah. We got to you got to keep that king size bed. So you got some folks in other states. We're gonna make a trip to Maryland, and uh, well, I guess we got to go to Canada for somebody. Oh god! <sighs> Literal tears when I picked up the box. This is amazing <laughs> to be able to see that. Let's get some Bear Examiner shirts for the Boca Bowl. How about that? Oh, yeah. there you go. Absolutely. Get it on ESPN. How about ooh? That'd be something. We'll uh, we'll have we'll have them. Um, I know there's a couple of basketball games coming up. We'll we'll have the merch there uh, for people who wants to pick them up. Um, make sure that at least one of us is there to hand them out. Um, but that's the the end of our podcast business. Now let's get into the real reason why we wanted to record tonight on Tuesday morning. The University of South Florida's Board of Trustees had a board meeting, and you had to wait like an hour and a half. But finally, President Raylaw got her bonus. So, kudos to her. When do we get our bonuses, Nate? I'm just kidding. Ooh, um, see, see the way our bank account set up. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think the uh, T-shirt is? <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. Um. The University of South Florida released some renderings. There's been some updates. Um, Seth, show the people, the YouTube audience. Where do we want to see? Which one do we want to see? At least just the Marvel. The first one. The first one. I think the first one is, it was the one that kind of took my breath away. So not the one with the art? The one one with the I think we can skip that one. The, The blimp view or the practice field view? The practice field. All right, let's get that up. I think we can skip the, Call your the audio. champions play <laughs> one for now. There's going to be a better one, I would assume. This yeah, if, if you're listening to the podcast, just jump onto YouTube. This is going to be a lot more fun. Otherwise, just hear us chat about it. But there it is. It's all its glory. There's an actual stadium for USF football. There, created. Um, as we kind of just talk, talk about and just marvel at the picture, right? Uh, Vice President of Athletics Michael Kelly announced, "Yeah, uh, 2026." They kind of, Will Weatherford, all of them, kind of was like, "Yeah, 
2026 was aggressive um, due to, if you look around the world, the global supply chain shortages everywhere over the last couple of years. It's going to make it tough. So they're, they've pushed it back to 2027. Um, but with the performance facility, the the you know the football operations side um, still on schedule to open in 2026, which is basically that lower part. If you're watching on YouTube, the lower part of that, which is going to be awesome um, to to see. Uh, we'll have some more updates uh, around the spring game, um, and then groundbreaking in the fall of 2024, and then they're hoping to be ready September. You know, they opened September 4th versus Louisville in 2027. That's their first home game. Um, you know, it wouldn't be the first time USF's, you know, started a season at a different stadium and ended a season at their new stadium. That happened in 1998 um, when they trans- when they transitioned from Houlihan uh, Stadium to Ray J. Um, so that's not uh, the biggest issue, I think, making sure that the football ops side and the event coordination of it all uh works is the best plan forward we knew Stegan, you'll you know a little bit more about this we knew that they were being very very thorough with everything and i know i've talked to a few people kind of during the process and you know asked them you know early in the season early in the football season hey when are we going to see renderings like they're not ready yet it's just literally not ready yet. We're still working on sun studies. We're still working on the wind studies. We got to figure out everything. And it's kind of come to fruition here. They wrapped up the rendering portion, all the studies, and this is what we get. Fireworks yeah. and all. In, in all of its nighttime glory as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, they, I mean, they, they said it from the get-go, right? They, you know, they're going to build it and they're going to build it the right way. And, you know, they're not going to rush it. They're not going to cut corners on it. They're going to listen to to every single concern that anyone has about the stadium, anything that they want in it, the wish list, you know. And then, of course, you know, this is completely different from what you'll see kind of around the country when you look at the renovations that were happening at, say, like the Bills or, you know, the Miami Dolphins renovations that they did there. You know, I, I think every single time a, a new team put out a renovation rendering of their current existing stadium, you have to understand these are two very different things. USF has to worry about what the structure looks like, you know, what the what the waste management is going to look like, how many elevators, where they're going to put elevators in the stadium, how they're going to deal with concessions, how they're going to deal with, you know, getting people in and out, and then the logistical things of parking, like, there's a whole lot that this group had to look through and decide on and work with Populous, who Populous has worked on hundreds of thousands of stadiums in the past, but they wanted something unique. They wanted something tailor-made to what USF and the community wanted. So, of course, you know, you can go and, and buy a car <laughs> off the lot and, and get the one that's just regular wheels and the regular package. Or you can get one that was tailor-made for you. And they clearly, from the get-go, said they wanted the one that was going to be tailor-made for USF. And, and that's that's what we're getting here. I mean, there's unique design elements specifically named by the USF fans who've said, we want this. We want this style. We want a dedicated student section. We want a dedicated student socialization session. 
We want, you know, home sense to be in the shade. We want X and Y and Z and ask for all of these things. And they pretty much delivered on 99% of it. I think the only thing that didn't end up making the cut on this initial rendering is a larger overhang. But then they said, we're building it in case we're going to do that later on and then add more seats as well. So, you know, we got exactly what we've been asking for. We just had to be patient for it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I Michael Kelly joked about it, but I'm pretty sure it was it was correct. This was probably the most well-watched uh, board of trustees meeting in USF's history. I mean, there was probably <laughs> thousands of people dialed into this Teams call and just hearing the messed up audio and getting and just waiting an hour and a half through all the glitz and glamour of you know board of trustees Roberts rules to get you know Ray Law her bonuses and everything like that. So. Uh, really dope, really cool. Um, I'm excited to see kind of the whole thing fleshed out more. Um, clearly only getting two renderings isn't the whole picture uh, of how things are going to be. I think they're going to try to do probably like a flyby, um, you know, interactive way to see, you know, what the concourses will look like, how it'll see from, you know, if you're getting a beer in one of the, oh wait, that's too much information. I should say if you're getting a concession from the concession stand, uh, a hot dog, you know, a hot dog, you know, what it'll look like behind you because it's, it's an open air concourse and, you know, what it might look at, look like at a seat or anything like that. So I think the longer that we're letting USF cook on this, the better product we're going to get at the end of the day. And, you know, you could hear in that meeting, they also, this process is serving a lot of masters too. Like you had faculty kind of talk about, um, what they'll be getting out of some of the new buildings and things like that. And the, so those are considerations they're having to make, uh, not just, Hey, let's make the best possible stadium for a football team and a lacrosse team. It's kind of, how does this best serve the entire university? So we get everybody on board. So I think that's part of it too, because you, you heard, the, I, I, I'm not sure if it's a board member that's representing the faculty, uh, but basically being like, Oh, you know, thanks for putting some stuff for us in there. We'll work with you guys. It, it's kind of how it seemed like, we're, we're down to work with you guys. You guys put some stuff in here for us. And, hey, you should also maybe try this and this and this. Um, so there's it's it's not just like they're building it purely for athletics and they can kind of just tell everybody else to buzz off. There's It seems like there's a lot of things that they need to do to serve the entire university and the community. And that's kind of the 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 that's kind of how they're looking at it. So that will take a little bit longer than if you're purely like the IPF, you could just, you know, put shovels in the ground and build it because it's for football. Like it's just for football and, you know, other sports can use it. But um, these buildings are going to be used by more than just athletics. Uh, so there's those kind of considerations they have to take as well. And see, you know, you, you, you know, kind of backtrack a little bit. I'll be flat out there. They will be serving beer at the stadium. Like, don't you worry about it. There will be beer purchases. There will be beer sales. I got it on pretty good authority of that. Um, and I, we, on Friday night, Steve, you kind of mentioned it. What you call it a compliment sandwich, right? <laughs> um, and it, this kind of seems like it, what it was. You know, I heard earlier, you know, a week ago, a week ago this past Saturday, hey, um, Davis pushed back to 2027. We won't see renderings or anything like that until the spring. Now that's kind of still true, right? Like that, I think the fully fleshed out renderings that people were maybe half expecting today 
you're going to get that interactive map, the interactive everything right around the spring game, which I don't know if you guys know this, this isn't spring. Um, I think, <laughs> call me naive, call me cynical, whatever. I think they <laughs> kind of took a couple of slides from those uh, renderings from the spring. It was like, hey, let's let's give them something to kind of ease the pain of it being pushed back a year. Am I crazy? It seems like a, a pretty solid way to uh, soften the blow. Well, yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about really kind of this whole process about how they're going to message it and how they're going to unveil things and messaging why things were taking a while and when to unveil things. You know, we talked, oh, the Alabama game. You got the national, you're on national TV. That'd be a great time to unveil it. Uh, homecoming. Hey, everybody's back. Homecoming. That'd be a great time. Oh, bowl season. That'd be a great time to unveil it. So uh, we've talked kind of about the opportune time to release information. Um, and then once you got, I know when, when you told me that bit of information, um at the charlotte game it was a big oof like because that was just it felt like you're very close to getting something and that felt like man that's really going to push it out where you're on the brink of it being almost too long uh so i thought this was a really smart way to as steve said <laughs> compliment sandwich it right bad, bad news sandwich it like hey the stadium it's going good uh, it's not going to be for a while, but here's some pictures. Like it's, it was a, uh, it was I, I thought it was very well managed because if they just came out and said, yeah, it's going great. Um, also announced like the fundraising part is another really, a really big part and a really important uh, piece that I think that was talked about today. That, but then if you ended with and uh, we're pushing it back a year. It's like uh, it and Andy's birthday's been moved up to today. Anyway, uh, fine yeah. moving, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a, there would have been a Twitter riot. So uh, good on them for anticipating that and putting something out because I think this is just enough to satiate people, and you also give them kind of a timeline of when the next thing's coming because that's I think the other part of it that people have had some issues with. You're kind of up in the air and you keep thinking. Oh, this is going to be it. This would be a perfect moment. This would be a perfect moment. Okay, not that one. This next one. So now that you have a timeline, I think that'll be helpful. But this is, you know, didn't get crazy amount of detail, but enough that you can start thinking through it and looking at it and saying, okay, this looks like that, and this could be that. And and then uh, there's also time, I think, to for people to still voice input too, which is good. Most yeah. importantly, get people talking about it. I think. I mean, I haven't seen anything negative. Outside of just the random outsider fan about yeah. what they've seen, I think this is exactly what people wanted to see, and uh, I understand it probably came at a moment of, "Hey, we should, you, you know, compliment sandwich this. We should just kind of throw some slides in there." But I mean, this is I, also kind of capitalizing on bowl season, you know, doing a bowl game. Here's the forward momentum. Now look at this thing, and it also shows what you're complimenting with the academic side as well with you know getting the brewing arts involved and getting hospitality involved it looks like and everything else that's also going to be a part of it including lacrosse it's not just like here's a football stadium it's super secret and we're not going to tell you how we're going to pay for it and any of that or you know we're going to give information that's sparsely um informative to the masses this is really that's there and now it's something that people can talk about and then you get to lead into the spring where you get that interactive map and you get a little more information uh, based on i mean people are talking about the horns on the you know student section that like that's like oh look at that that's so cool and unique and it's like it's a little thing in this 
tiny rendering, but it got what the people wanted. And all the people who were complaining, I haven't seen complain any further. So it's nice to be able to finally point to this as more forward momentum as you know, the greater college football world is kind of churning right now to also, also right next. right before early signing day. So that gives you a little bit of something more. I'm sure they're already kind of pitching this, but uh, I, I saw somebody comment that a lot of the recruits are talking about it. A lot right. of guys that are committed were talking about it. Um, and this will, I mean, I'm pretty certain these pictures will show up on the bowl telecast as well. Probably. I mean, this will be everywhere from now until probably the, the next, the, the next, spring next game. Winter, and then yeah, that will be everywhere. They'll, they'll put up a QR code or the web link that goes straight to the, uh, the master's facilities plan because the the most amazing part about all this and not to you know take away anything from the stadium is that this is a part of a massive massive overhaul in that region of campus for athletics like mm-hmm. above all i mean this is this is the crown jewel of this this overhaul that that michael kelly and company are working towards right now but like this the the the, the outreach of the community that's that's happening as well as the, all the changes that are happening within the, the baseball program, the softball uh, facilities, um, you know, the, the soccer stadium, adding lacrosse, getting lacrosse their their dedicated section, the the redo of the tennis facilities, like so, yep. there there's a whole lot of things that are continuing to happen in that corner of campus. And then today during the um the bull speed ahead, which Derek, if you're listening to this, we have to rebrand this. That has to change. That has there we have to come up with a new name for the podcast that you get that you do with Michael Kelly, but he mentioned that, you know, this is, this is part of a, of a whole campus wide initiative that's spread throughout, not just the football, football and lacrosse stadium technically, but like what they're doing at the intramural fields, what's happening, you know, at housing. And, and there's a lot of steps that are happening. There's a lot of things that need to be considered. And so if they do go dark for like two to three months, it's not that they're not working on it. It's that there's a lot to consider. Like I, I know off of firsthand account that they're still trying to figure out how they're going to man the traffic around campus while they're also building the stadium. And then once the stadium is built, how they're going to deal with post game day, pre game day, all that stuff, traffic, because there's so many details that affect the greater campus wide initiative. But, you know, then at that point, it's up to these colleges of, of business and colleges of arts and colleges of engineering and everything to say, Hey, you know, former students were hosting a tailgate park by us. You know, we'll have food and everything like that. Like there's this huge campus wide initiative that you can see from top to bottom. They all see the importance of this. Of course, there, there are concerns about the budget, you know, what, you know, what can actually be brought to the table from this. But I think overall you're getting, at least 99% buy-in from every major stakeholder that deals with the University of South Florida, which is incredible. I think right. the only people that don't like it are the people that probably live like on uh, Magnolia there. They're probably like, oh shit, like the bright lights and fireworks, like I'm not going to bed it. <laughs> and, I mean, the, the, the condos across from 50th, I'm still curious what happens there, but I yeah, mean, right. still plenty, um, plenty of time to figure that part out. And, Seth, you mentioned the gifts. Um, there was a six million dollar uh, gift announced, uh, basically from the USF Federal Credit Union, uh, which brings their total. So their goal for the stadium project was fifty million dollars. All right, 
Uh, they're now at a little more than $43 million. So it's what, 84, 86% of their stadium target goal. Um, and, you know, Michael, Michael Kelly, you got in a little, a uh, little dig at uh, San Diego state um, over the course of that kind of talking about how their, their goal was what $60 million and they haven't even raised 30 yet. And the stadium has been open for two years and there are three years going on and they haven't even come close to 50% of what their, uh, you know, basically liquid cash kind of thing contribution to kind of get the stadium up and running and going. Um, so it's a really fantastic step in the right direction. So shout out the USF federal credit union, uh, the USF federal credit union champions way, which Seth, you've been on this for months since they've talked about it, like a Grove like atmosphere, like a la, you know, Ole Miss, you know, as your entrance into the stadium. And it seems like that's kind of what they're going to be doing here. Yeah, so it looks like you know there's opportunities along that Champions Way because they have like uh, it's hard it's hard to see here on the uh, the beautiful rendering of the Champions Way, but <clears throat> there are you know tents and things like that along the side. But um, in the other picture we got, there was definitely like a, a tailgating area where it was kind of uh, you know just right next to the stadium, like a tent city type thing uh, in a good way. But the Grove is like they do the champions walk through the grove uh but the grove is awesome i've uh i've been there a couple times on game days it's a really really cool atmosphere the tradition of it is really cool i mean you've got families that have been in the same spot in the grove for like generations and it's just like you got to get there and get your spot but they've been in the same spot for generations that kind of stuff is really cool um and i think it would be uh somewhat unique in the state of Florida to have a spot like that near the stadium, you know, around Florida and Florida state, I think it's all kind of parking lot ish for the most part. There's yeah. some spots where there's like, you know, some, some, you know, Florida's they're both on campus. So you have some spot where you get trees and things like that, but not like the big, almost like park like setting of the Grove. Uh, so that would be really, really cool. And it would be unique, I think in the state and it would add some more character to uh, what I think is probably a difficulty when you have a new stadium is like characters and tradition, like character and tradition, because it's brand new. But that would add something really cool, I think, and especially because um, that's kind of I think that's part of the plan. So that that the, had, they have that in mind. They talked about kind of a trail, almost like a nature trail walking up through one side of the stadium from the blimp picture. It looks like that whole area near that is kind of going to be a big tailgating spot and it could be a lot of fun and a, a really cool way to use that space uh, on Saturdays. Yeah. And it, so obviously the outside of the renderings, the, maybe the, the biggest kind of gripe I've heard today, um, the East West of it all. Um, so obviously the stadium, the fields East West orientation, um, and you know, that can cause issues on the field. I don't know if you guys know how the sun rises and sets, but it is it is also east west, um, right? <laughs> Rising the east sets in the west. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Mm. Sunrise, sunset, 
Sorry. Right. So I get it. It can, it can, there's definite potential for muff punts uh, <laughs> and drop balls if you're throwing into the sun. I completely get it. Um, but with the way that they're building basically the, the tower, the stadium tower, the home side should have shade during the noon games, which is what Michael Kelly said, and the away side won't, which, hey, man, you get, September, in September, you want your opponent uh, as sweaty and tired as possible. It's a great way to do it. Um, and even, the, you know, the Buck Stadium is orientated north-south. If you're on the east side of the stadium, you're getting absolutely roasted anyway. So it doesn't really, like – you're getting we live in Florida. You're gonna get you're gonna get burnt regardless of where you're sitting, unless you're sitting inside. So uh, like and and the those concerns aren't <laughs> valid to me because yeah. like it's it's not like you could just get rid of the sun. Like it's not like USF <laughs> was given a checkbox of things. Have we tried but, but what is like Get rid of sun, and it's like, yeah, no. Nah. What's the fundraising goal for getting rid of this? But sun? perhaps, like, th- like if, if the they did north, crew up to? right? If they did north south, mm-hmm. if they did north northeast to south southwest, like whatever orientation, something is going to be in the sun. <laughs> like it, it is impossible, and for the players, because I I saw someone go on a really long rant on a on message boards about how players aren't going to be able to see properly because of how it is. Like if, if they're driving towards the end of the game and they're driving towards the sun, like that might affect, you know, whatever these kids are from Florida. Do you honest to God think that they have not been in a similar situation where at high school, where there is no shade and there is no covering at all that they have not played in the sun before. Like (laughs) even the Miami dolphins have to deal with it. Like it literally just happened last week. Like Tyree Kill on like an eighty-yard bomb had to readjust because of the sun. It happens. So you get those okay. really cool visors, you know? Exactly. Get Oakley and, and, involved. Yeah, and it, I'm it more worried a, about the come to the day sticker on their on their visor. Right. The sun. I mean, how, <laughs> it's it's the wonder. Brand I mean, I, I do I I do I do love Big Newton. So, <laughs> it's weird, but I do love Big Newton. But I, it's just, it's it's not a valid concern. I, I'd rather them build this in a way that, because to me at least, this champions walkway is going to lead directly to the the locker room. The locker room is probably going to be right, kind of there. Like there's a whole reason why they did this east west. They've done the sun studies. They've had professionals. <laughs> Populous is a well respected brand. Whatever design, uh, construction firm they end up getting is going to be very you know have a lot of say in this as well. But like they thought about it. St- and they came through every. They they looked at the pros and cons. I guarantee they they made a list. They had a, I'm guaranteed they had a big whiteboard, and that big whiteboard had a lot of pros and cons of each one of them. And then they decided when they were like, "Let's go with that one." And everyone in the room was like, "Okay, we're gonna go with that one." Steve, are you telling me that the people that built Georgia's football stadium are not morons because it's also an east to west orientation? Uh, well, sun, sun's built different in Georgia. Yeah, that's true. There's there's a lot of things you got to watch out in Georgia. Georgia. Sun built yeah. different. Built <laughs> different. 
Oh, they have they have the hedges that attract all of the the sun. Oh, the maybe, hedges, the, the wayside hedges. hedges block out all the sun for the players. That must maybe they'll happen. just have really really big palm trees above the stadium, like re- like the really unreasonably tall ones that you see in like the Bahamas. Maybe they'll like fly in those <laughs> to provide like a little bit of extra shade. But we're talking yeah. like a lowland executor type. Yes, that's a deep cut. I'm really niche sorry. reference. That's, I that's love that. Real bad. You're two um, for two on niche references tonight. This is bad. Um, also, you know, it's 2027. Who's to say we don't have like air conditioned T-shirts by then? Oh, there you go. You know, there's you a whole know. lot of things that can happen. I, I think but, the other part of it is like, would you rather have to possibly sit in the sun a little bit to have the rest of the stadium experience and orientation of everything else be, you know, maximized? Or would you rather have more shade and have no areas for tailgating and things like? I think if they're trying to maximize the space here and maximize the usefulness of the space, and if this is the way to do it, that's the way to do it. I, I I'm sure you know. I think the San Diego State stuff was a really good uh, example for them to follow. They you mentioned they mentioned it in terms of fundraising, but. Also, that's a stadium that like it seemed like they got that thing up really quickly, right? They're getting out of Qualcomm or whatever it was called with the where the Chargers played. They wanted their own stadium. They got it built really quick, and then like people were passing out because there was no shade. Like they didn't do right. any studies to see <laughs> where you know what <laughs> areas. There's like no shade in the entire stadium. Uh, there was nowhere to hide from the sun, and people were passing. So like those kind of things were. You know, you've done all these studies and you've you've done all this research and work on it. They probably feel pretty good about how this is all going to turn out. And then I think it helps you. Uh, I can throw up. We haven't talked about this one yet, but like, you know, yeah. From from a space standpoint, when they brought this up, this made like, sense. I was still very con- not concerned, just confused how it was all going to fit. And I, I mean, I know, I know it's one of those things. It's like, we're just a bunch of guys just like, oh, how's this going to work? And there's, you know, civil designers who are like, listen, dumbass, we do this for a living. But like, when yeah. it was like <laughs> East West makes so much more sense. And you're right. You can, you can, you can walk right into it. Um, buddy Jake, who's a, who's a listener who uh, got his degree in civil engineering is like, absolutely wants to see the rest of this. He's like, he's super excited to check this out. He's, I mean, for us, like we're we're stoked to be able to see this. Um, as you talk about traffic patterns, I'm like, buddy, it might be faster for me to walk home, <laughs> but it's one of those things <laughs> where I, I mean, watching this process is going to be really cool too. When once they put that shovel in the dirt and just see how this all works itself up, and see what they end up doing. And and I mean, the neat thing is, this is a space that then you can go ahead and you're going to bring in concerts. They say they're going they have the the Phoenix Sports Group, or that's going to go ahead and bring in. That you could possibly do your bull stock here. You there's a lot of there's you know the possibilities are endless once the facilitate once the facility is here and facilitating it's you know, part part of the excitement. I know we got to wait till 2027, but this is perfect. I think this is great. I think if somebody from the Tampa Sports Authority was talking about how useful this is going to be and how many things they can put there once it's built, <clears throat> right? It's like you know there's some. You know, you, you've got mid Florida, right? Which what holds what 15 ish, I would assume, 20,000 people at the amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think TSA has any control over mid Florida. Like, I'm pretty sure that's its own private entity. That, I could yeah, be, that's all live nation. Yeah. Um, so now TSA has a, a 
something of similar size-ish to compete because you know Ray J Stadium tours of Ray J what seventy thousand people, but there's what sixty four in the seats. They cut off like half of it, but you got the floor seats, everything like that. Emily is still pretty small. You've got you know Yaling Center still pretty small. So this kind of in between where you know fits you know this size of concert, whatever it could be, um, it, it's going to be really exciting. You can have Monster Jam here. Oh, now we're talking. Like it, it, it's going to be really cool. You could um, absolutely potentially steal a couple of like international soccer games as well. Uh, Put them in the stadium here. Like you, you, there's a lot of options and a lot of ways to generate revenue for the stadium that I, I think they're kind of putting in the forefront. And honestly, just looking at this picture, uh, it gives me like chills right i i'm like you like i've been going to games since i was 10 like this has been yeah. a 22 year endeavor you know there's you know fans so older than me that have been doing this and like it's going to be a surreal moment I, I may have to like go as just a straight up fan to the first game that they're in because it, it's all been a long time coming and i think that's the thing that I don't want to get lost for, you know, the newer fans, whatever, like there's been, it's been a long freaking time and that's, what's most important. And then they're doing it right, which is so antithesis of what USF has always done is they've just tried to do it quickly or just not even plan it. And they're actually planning it, taking their time and you're, you're getting the results. And I just, I can't wait. To be there for the groundbreaking, can't wait to be you know the first person to puke inside the stadium. I'm doing it. It's oh, going to yeah. be me. Stig's going to be I'm. I am steadfast. I am going to be the, even if I have to make myself puke. It's going to be me. I don't. I, I think Stig's going to beat you on that one. Well, to see. Competition. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. We, we, can we can we all just be like, hey, can we can we puke just again. us as a collective? Bayer Examiner LLC just go hang out in the stadium just by ourselves for a second, play a little pickup football. <laughs> now we're talking. I need to start stretching now. Man, I, I teared up a little bit. Like thinking like, you know, I, I go to that campus every day for work and just imagining it there, how it's gonna completely transform student life, campus life, how it can pull in every college, like Steeg mentioned. Uh those those are actually things I didn't even think about. I mean this is gonna be so cool. The whole Champions Gate I concept, not Champions Gate, champion uh the the Grove concept is gonna be so neat because you can you can park completely in a different a different area and just walk your way through. And, you know, you could be over by that Publix by the Burger Fi and then walk in and, and see everybody tailgating past the new con or uh, the new um dorms and walk that whole route and just see everybody doing creating their own traditions and doing their own thing. And you know, maybe somebody build, you know, build some sort of fun thing that they, they do every year like oh we have our own little um i don't know bowl situation come hang out with us we make i don't know we have specialty drinks we do things it's like that kind of stuff like just stuff you miss when you go to other campuses and see what their stadium situation is and then you know you go to ray j and it's fine but you're still you know doing a, a normal tailgate in a stadium so this is gonna be exciting I will so say, this is oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was say, this uh, is the Grove. Like uh, I'm, yeah. uh, if you're watching, there's pictures of the Grove. What you notice, right? 
if you look at this and then when we look at you can go ahead and see where I get the other picture up. Like I was no gonna say, uh, the they they need to win a conference championship before they fully designate it as champions. Why? I've just just for simplicity's sake, they should probably do that. <clears throat> well, uh, international uh, international bowl champions way, uh, right? Focus, last focus Birmingham bowl champion ways. Pop pop two times bowl champions way three time. <laughs> three times. Oh, is it three, three times? Time? Birmingham Bowl. Oh my yeah. good God. Wait, Jesus. AAC East co-division champion. Volleyball 2015. Not the, you know, I was thinking about this. Wouldn't it be funny if like lacrosse like comes out on fire and wins yeah, like a conference cha- championship year one? <laughs> then it's champions way. Yeah, there we go. Then it's champions way. So yeah, the bottom right corner, right? You see all the tents, no cars. Yeah, I know. That to bad. me is like it's not tailgating like you're in Ray J in the parking lot and there was a, there's no cars. It's just tents. That's, and then you just walk into the stadium. That's pretty cool. Like that's what the Grove is. There's not cars. It's just all tents. As far as the eye can see just about and pass through them and people getting absolutely hammered at nine o'clock in the morning. (laughs) But fellas, we can walk home. And that's for like an eight o'clock game. So like, but to me, like that is college football, not parking lots. Like, the grove is like ten acres. This isn't gonna be that as big, but you know, just Yet. land, tents, walking into the stadium. Like it's it's different. It's not the NFL, it's not a parking lot, it's not asphalt, it's not you know, doing an elbow drop off the top of your truck. It's different, it's college football. And that's <laughs> to me, that's what like that is exciting to me because college football is my favorite. And like this mm-hmm. is like this type of thing is college football. That's what makes Ray the sport Jay fun. Yeah, it doesn't, as the kids say, doesn't hit. Hits different. <laughs> and now you can create your own, you know, traditions here. Yeah. Um, what one thing that's interesting, and like I don't, I'm not entirely sure what's happening on the other side of 50th Street, but like on 50th, I had friends live uh, live there. That's right across the street from where, the, where this is going to be. And Malibu, where I lived in Malibu one uh, year with. Uh, uh, a, a few roommates that's now going to become like primo apartments because you're in Malibu. It's at six stories. So you're at the top and you're seeing the fireworks go off. I can't imagine how freaking cool that's going to be. Yeah. So like what, as long as those places stay there, all of a sudden it's like those apartment complexes are like, Oh my gosh, we just got, we didn't do anything. And now all of a sudden we're going to be, you know, prime real estate here for student living, be right across the street from the stadium. So with that exciting times ahead, we will reach out to our $25 subscribers and figure out best way to meet up with you to get your free shirt. And then we will also post uh, the pricing structure uh, inside discord on Twitter, um, basically everywhere uh, and how you can, can pay us uh, for shirts and uh, support them, you know, wear them proudly. Uh, there was a lot of hard work going into this. It, this was like a labor of love to get this shirt designed and actually created um so shout out Vito for being the, the middleman for the figuring all that out. Um they're they're very comfy shirts. They run a little big, which is really nice. They're stretchy. Um I, I, they're very comfy. I didn't wear it just for the bit, but otherwise I'm gonna be wearing this all the time now. Yeah. We, we got go. some other stuff coming too. Oh, 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 oh what was oh, that? Wow. Just a, little, just a little background or something. So, yeah. A little, some, a little something, something we're working on. Some other things. Um, so. so with that, 
There's a stadium. 2027. Butts and seats. Let's go. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls, baby.